is here at the Car 3 Athletics podcast of Whippeal and City League Football. It's been a while, guys. It's the Week 9 preview podcast never made it out. It was just a busy week on my end. So we simply tweeted out the playoff scenarios, which is beautifully done by um, Whippeal Blintz every week, as well as just the schedule. So hope that sufficed. But here we are now, Week 9 in the books. We're going to talk about or wrap it up, along with the regular season, as we'll have... A separate playoff sh- show just to talk strictly about the brackets and kind of our predictions, expectations. And then we'll actually get into the nitty gritty of each matchup later in the week. So I promise we will have a full week of podcasting. So we'll be going, I think, live actually Monday or Tuesday with our bracket breakdowns. And then I will have our weekly preview podcast later in the week to go match by matchup. But on this one here on this Sunday night, we're just going to keep it simple. Recap all the week on action and just basically show the regular seasons come to an end. So let's get into it. So Class 6A, as well as at stake entering the week, well, it was um, I mean it was pretty simple when you look at it. Matt Limited had already locked the conference title and the one seed up at 6A. Central Catholic already secured the two seed. NA and Seneca played. The winner of that game would be number three. The loser would be number four. And then all that's up for grabs was the fifth seed as Canemac had the easiest scenario with a win or a Baldwin loss. Baldwin had to win and have a bunch of other things happen. And the Norwin, despite beating Canemac the previous week, was eliminated because of potential tiebreaker situations. So there really wasn't a whole lot of drama. So looking at Norwin Hempfield, the Knights closed with a victory 27-7 over the Spartans. So feel good for Norwin to finish on a high note. Central Catholic rolled Canemac 54-14. As a 27-point third quarter put the game away. It's just a case of everybody kind of chipping in for the Vikings. As Matt Shear kicked a couple field goals, Payne away, Wainer threw, threw for two touchdowns, ran for one. Gannon Crothers ran for two touchdowns. Kind of like clockwork. Matt Lemon rolled Baldwin 35-7 as it was 28-0 at the half. As Joey D threw... A touchdown pass to Eli Heinrich. Alex Tex got a 55-yard run, and then the young kids got to play. But the big game, Seneca Valley, North Allegheny, the final edition of Friday Night Rivals this year. And the rivalry was a news. Second quarter, Luke Lawson had a heck of a 19-yard touchdown grab, a jump ball, and give them a 7-0 lead from Sean O'Shea, who's taking over quarterback for the injured Graham Hancock, because he's done a decent job. And they answered before the half as Logan Kushner hit Dwayne Taylor for a 5-yarder, tied up to 7. Teams traded third quarter field goals, but then in the fourth, late quarter, Nolan Dorwick with a three yard run, the extra point made 17 10. And the Raider defense makes the goal line stand in the final minutes, and then they ran, ended up running out the clock because seeing a safety when it didn't matter. Seneca Valley again has in these numbers 17 to 12, so they get a huge victory there. As looking at the final 6A Quan County standings, as Matt Lemonin, 10-0, gets the, already had the one seed. They finished 7-0 in conference play. Central Catholic, 8-2 on the year, 6-1 in the Quan County. Already had the two seed. Seneca Valley with the victory. Gets the number three seed, finishing 5-2 in Quan County play. 6-7-3 overall. As these three all get a bind to the 6A semifinals, it's a five-team bracket. As this bracket, when we, it was already set going into the, pre, the uh, reveal show on Saturday, so we knew that one. NA locked up fourth, four and three in the quad county, six of four in the year. And then Kata Mac clinches by default. 
as them Norman Bolden all finished two and five in, in a conference. But the tiebreaker goes to the Big Mac, so with a four and six record, they are the five seed. Norman finished five and six, Bolden won two and eight, then Hemfield two and eight on the year, Owen seven and six A play. Those three are eliminated. So the six A bracket pretty easy as it comes. As again is the only first round game this upcoming week. Four seed NA hosts five seed KMAC. The winner will advance to the semis to travel to top seed in Mount Lebanon next week. Within the 2 3 matchup in the inter semifinal, next week will be Central Catholic hosting Seneca Valley. So, does not get any easier than that bracket. As is to clarify, the Vikings Raiders semifinal will be played at Baldwin High School, but are that high seed hosts in 6A. Of course, enter out of the championship, which was announced to be Saturday, November 20th, 7 o'clock at Norwin High School there. So, it's got some clarity in that path. So, going into Class 5A, the Allegheny 6, the wildest conference in the Whippeole, and it did disappoint. Upper St. Clair and Bethel Park, back and forth game through three quarters, as the Blackhawks held a 14-7 lead, but then for early part of the fourth quarter, Mateo Sapulio hits James Smith for a 24-yard touchdown. The extra point tied the game at 14. The late fourth quarter, Bethel Park driving, set up for what appeared to be the winning field goal, but Ethan Heaster blocks the kick. Sapulio scoops it, goes 85 yards to the house, and USC with another wild walk-off comeback win. They defeat Bethel Park 21-14. Sapulio the hero, Heaster the unrunning hero, and the Panthers, they just won't go away, and they've played their best football at the right time of the year. They get a huge win. As in this matchup, what was at stake? As I guess to kind of go back to the, the scenarios is in, in the Allegheny Six Moon and Moon both the Park UC already secured playoff spots entering Week Nine. Moon has already wrapped up the conference title, but the winner of the Blackhawk Panther game got the, got second place in the conference. The loser got third. So UC wins the win, finishes second, but BP third. Moon already in the conference title, and Moon. Undefeated conference champs as they roll West A 46 to 10. As it was 11, it was it was 11 to 3 at the half, but in the third quarter it just took off. The Tigers went off for 28 points as everyone pitched in as Moon as a, as a team ran for over 400 yards. Just the same story. Dominant run game, beyond dominant defense, execute special teams do a T. They win 46-10. As the other scenarios for that fourth and final playoff spot out of the conference is in 5A. 12 teams make it in the top four out of each conference qualified as Peters Township. All they needed to do was win, and they were in. West Day had to win and have Peters Township lose. And then South Fayette had to win and, and have West Day lose, and then hope the tiebreakers went their way. So West Day, with the loss, was eliminated from playoff contention. So Moon doesn't get much better to get 10 and knock your rival out. But then the Peters South Fayette game and whoop the Indians. They've had some low points, but the last couple weeks they've turned it around. They fell behind 7-0. They fought back. As Sam Miller did it all through the air with his legs. As the man accounts for five touchdowns, four of them with his arm. As Jake McCosco caught two of them on passes of 34 and four, 35 and then four yards. Price Thompson caught the other two. As the Indians are 14-7 at the half. The first Thompson touchdown catch made 21-7 going to the fourth. And then fourth quarter, Indians put it away. Miller with the pair of touchdown passes. The Indian Demons playing lights out all second half. Pierce Township comes back to win 35-7. So with the win, Peters clinches the final playoff squad. Safayette eliminated. And, not, and we haven't been able to say this much in you know the last two decades of Whippeo football. But when was the last playoffs that we had? No West State and no Safayette.
as that's the case this year in 2021. So the final Allegheny Six standings, Moon already secured the conference title as they're 10-0, finished 5-0 in the conference, USC 6-4 overall, 4 wins in conference play, Bethel Park 5-5 in the year, 3-2 in the conference, gets third, and appears to match up with the win, pulls the 2-3 in the conference, 6-4, and and they sneak into the playoffs on the West Day, 1-4, South Bay 0-5 in the conference, both them had 4 wins, but both seasons come to an end. Switch over to the Big East Conference. This week, this one was pretty simple as Penn Trafford already wrapped up the conference title. Gateway, Woody High, Franklin Angel have already secured playoff spots. So it's just a matter of basically just trying to finish with some momentum and who would exactly go where. As Gateway, they wasted no time being Frank, Franklin Angel 56 9. It was 42 9 at the half. Penn Trafford shuts out the trope 42 0, all the scoring done in the first two quarters. As Katie Accumelli had two touchdowns, including a 78 yarder. Carter Green threw and ran for a touchdown there. Gateway did not report any scoring info. And then Woody High rounds Connorsville 42-7. It was 28-0 after one. As in that one, Deontay Williams ran for three touchdowns. Devon McClendon had a pick six for the Wolverines. I'm in there. And then taking a quick peek. Um, let's see here. Okay. And then look at the final Big East standings. Penn Trafford already secured the conference title, but they get it all right, going 5-0 and Big East play, 8-2 and in the season. Gateway, 7-3 overall, 4-1 in the conference. Woody High, third place, 3-2, and 4-6 and overall. And then Fra- Franklin Regional, 2-3 and the conference, gets them in despite only winning three games in the year. Latrobe also goes to finish as 3-7, just 1-4 in the conference. Connorsville, 0-10 in the year. Latrobe, Connorsville's both eliminated. Also, and of course, seeding was at stake too. So, Penn Traver Gay would, you know, was vying for top four seeds. They took care of the business to get that. And then, last but not least, in the Northeast, and this conference became a wild one over the last three weeks. And it was just insane. As these were the scenarios entering Week Nine, as nor as all four as all four playoff spots already clinched by North Hills, Pine Ridge, and Pendles, and Fox Chapel, respectfully. And that was because PR held off Kiskey in Week Eight. And um, and North Hills Pennells both won. Just how and Fox Chapel had an early win over the Cavs, so that's how those already all locked up. But the and then Fox Chapel they were already clinched into the fourth spot. But the Northeast title was at stake between the other three as they all traded head-to-head wins over each other. So it came down to this: North Hills had to had to win, but also Penn Hills lose to get it. PR had to win, and also North Hills lose. Penn Hills needed a win and a PR loss, while in the event that all three got upset, Penn Hills w- would have won the conference, beating wouldn't be a four-way tie they would have came out on top in. If all three teams won, Penn Hills entered week nine with the best tie, um, tiebreaker score by the points, by, is the is the Gardner point system, you guys can Google it or go to Whippy Blitz, who has a beautiful breakdown of how that all works, but, but entering week nine, Penn Hills had the best Gardner score, so they were in position to do it. So how to play out? North Hills takes care of Shaler, 49-19, as it was 35-12 at the half. As the Indians ran the ball like nuts, Liam Tracy had two rushing touchdowns. Um, John Green ran for a score, threw for two other ones. They had no issues there. PR, no issues being the Foxes, 36-7. As the first half, it was 7-7. But after that, it was 24 minutes, all the Rams is 
29 zip in the second half as PR put it away. As Brooks Eastburn had a three-yard touchdown. Ryan Palmieri threw for three touchdowns to them in the second half. One to Alex Gokies, the other one to Jeremiah Hazley. And then a pick six iced, so the Rams took care of that business. And then Penholes, they double up Kiske nearly 42-22 as a 21-point third quarter, made the game 42-7. Cavs had a couple of garbage-time touchdowns. And actually, the Penholes scored 42 unanswered after falling behind early as Rayon Strader had a night. As he scored on touchdown, catches of 65 and, and 56 yards, I believe he had over 200 yards receiving. Julian Duggar, as he threw for four touchdowns, yeah, one to his brother Jaden, another one to Khalil Cotton. Jameer Brown had 52 yards scoring run, and then Julian also had a rushing touchdown for the Indians who rolled. It is kind of, I mean, Kiski, I mean, we were high in them coming into the season. They had a lot. Things just didn't go their way. Kind of a disappointing run for them, and also a thing, a fitting. A fittingly frustrating finish for the Cavs. But with the sad that being said, Penn Hills, North Hills, Pirates at all won. Penn Hills won by over 20 on the dot. They had the best score of the week. They keep because of that. With it being said, Penn Hills wins the three-way tie, and they are your Northeast Conference champs. As them and North Hills PR all in four on conference records. Penn Hills PR both six wins on the year overall, North Hills in seven. And then Fox Chapel, 4th place, 2-3 in the conference, 4-6 overall. Kiske won 6-4, but just 1-4 in the Northeast play. And then Shaler loses the last 8 games after the 2-0 start. As Shaler and Kiske's years are over with. So, how did the 5A bracket come out to look like? Well, we have already seen it. Here it is. As the top 4 teams get a bind in the quarterfinals. And the first round actions this week. Higher seeds host. As the top 4 seeds at order. Deservingly so, undefeated Allegheny Six champs Moon, followed by the Big East champs Penn Trafford. Pirateland, despite finishing second in the tie breaks, actually, let me see that real quick. They did, because of the Gardner points, they technically finished second in the tie break. They get the three seed, and then Gateway out of the Big East gets the four seed, and then the first round matchups on the left side of the bracket. The 89 game, Bethel Park takes on Woody High. So old quality rivals renew it. I mean, and, and before, and, they say, and when they first went to six classes, this was a conference rivalry, so I think it's renewed with the winner going to face Moon. The bomb in the bracket, Penn Hills gets the five seed. They get low seed Franklin Regional with Gateway weighing the winner. So you ex- so very good chance we see the Gateway Penn Hills rivalry renewed there. Three seed Pirates, and they await the winner of the six level match between North Hills Peters Township. And this one's a pesky game because obviously North Hills beat PR in the regular season. Pierce Township and PR was a, was a title game a year ago. But I think the battle, the battle of Indians is going to be a very interesting game with Pierce playing better football of late. And then the 2C Petrov awaits the winner of the 7-10 matchup of Upper St. Clair Fox Chapel. The Foxes are in. And, and this offense can light it up with the way USC's playing ball. Yeah, and again, that'll be a pesky top part of the bracket. So... Five is gonna be wild for sure. Now let's switch over to Class Four A. As looking at how the Big East wrapped up, as TJ took care of West Mifflin, winning at 49 to zero. 21 of the points came in the second quarter. Elias Limbukar ran for three touchdowns and had a scoop and score. And then Joey Lesky, he threw for two touchdowns to Sean Sullivan Hill, and he also returned an interception, 85 yards for the Jaguars. Oh, was in the Big Eight. All four playoff spots were secured as McKeesport, Belvert, and they played. The winner got the conference title. This the loser got second place. 
TJ's locked into third. Laurel Highlands locked into fourth. So there's really not much drama. As Trinity, they rolled Ringgold 28-7. As the Hillers scored a touchdown in every quarter to get that done. And then um, looking at the non-conference action. Laurel Highlands took care of Union Town 42-14. As Ronnie Gallagher became the 13th player in Whitfield history to join the career 1,000-1,000 club, meaning 1,000 career passing yards and 1,000 career rushing yards. He does that, so congrats to him. It's a big accomplishment to do both. It was still a year to go for him. Then, then the big game in the Big 8, Belvern and McKeesport, and it was all it was all leopards. As Devin Woodlock t- made the statement early with a 70-yard power turn touchdown, and then Quinn and Martin broke for a 59-yard touchdown and made 13-0. In the second quarter, BB just took over. Woodlock threw a pair of touchdown passes, 16 yards to Chase Rucka-Cohen, and 43 yards to Jake Gutekoa. And then Woodlock had a 58-yard scamper, making it 32-7 at the break. And then in the third, and then second half, Woodlock scored runs a, a three. I'm sorry, Woodlock had a three-yard run in the third. And then fourth quarter, Quinn Morton iced with a 64-yard touchdown scamper as Bobby Boyd scored both the Keysport touchdowns. But the Leopard defense, I think, unsung heroes, shutting down the triple option. Belvern 46-14. They're undefeated Big 8 champs. McKeesport Valiant effort gets second place, but both these teams though are hungry and they're ready to make a deep run towards Hines. Oh, and real quick, by the way, the 5A title is real quick. Hines Field, we spread across five games in two days. Is November 27th, that's Saturday after Thanksgiving, will be the 4A and 5A championships. And then for the Whippy, and of course, the Friday, aka Black Friday, starting at noon, will be a trio of title games will be the 1A, 2A, and 3A championships. So just to get that out of the way now. Jumping on the Greater Allegheny Conference, as, as, as in 4A, 13 teams make the bracket as four, out of the, as four out of the Parkway, four out of the Big 8, five out of the Greater Alleghenies. The top three seeds get a bye into the quarterfinals. So the Greater Allegheny sends five. As Hampton already secured the conference title, well then based on the Week 8 outcomes, Armstrong, Highlands, Indiana all clinch their playoff spots. And entering week nine, the winner of Armstrong, Indiana, got second. His Highlands in a place where Highlands, based on their head-to-head victories, if they won their finale, would get third. If they lost, they would be fifth. And, of course, the final playoff spot, Greensburg, Salem, and Plum squared off. As if the goal lines with a win would have been in. Plum had to win and hope that Highlands or Mars lost. Mars would have somehow clinched if they would have upset Hampton. Had Plum, Highlands, and Indiana, Indiana all win, and then, and then GS could have still made it if they had a bunch of law. Lo- if they had with a law, lo- I'm sorry, GS could have still made it with a loss if they would have had Mars, Highlands, and Armstrong all win. So real quickly, that Hampton they finished undefeated, rolling Mars 40 to 14 as it was 35-7 at the half. That was just a complete game for the Talbots who've done it all year long. With just, I think it's like a five-headed monster on the ground. A little bit of a passing attack from DiMatteo, but that Talbot defense has been underrated. As DiMatteo started the 64-yard touchdown, and then Maddie D with the 30-yard touchdown to Mike Witherup. As then, and then Brock Borg, Borgo, Hayden Reschke, J- I'm sorry, Jaden Reschke, Logan Schwartz, Joey Mayer, Jake Premick all scored rushing touchdowns for the Talbots. They win undefeated Greater Allegheny champs. Shout out to them. Within the big game, Armstrong doubles up Indiana nearly 42 to 22 as the Riverhawks just better as the middle ga- middle of the game they outscored Indiana 27 to 6. 
as Devonflit put the, the Indians up first with a two-yard plunge, but then it was all Riverhawks. It's Kay and Olsen, as he threw a touchdown, caught one on a little bit of a trickeration play. Then, um, in the middle of the game, Olsen had two rushing, actually ran for three touchdowns. So Riverhawks gets second with authority. Highlands beats Knock as they should, 33-13, as the Golden Rams just worked on the day, and they took third with that victory. As Luke Bombaski ran for three touchdowns, she held them as ran for the other two. And then the big game, Plum, Greensburg, Salem, back and forth. They went as the goal line, jumped out to a 13-0 lead on a pair of hand Tesco rushing touchdowns. But then second quarter, Plum puts up 20 points as Sean Franzi threw two touchdowns. Eric Moore ran for one as Cody Rubrick had an easy kick return. But at the half, it was tied at 20. Teams traded third quarter touchdowns as it was Franzi back to Logan Brooks. Tesco to Donovan Waller. It was 27 all in the fourth, going to the fourth. Then the only fourth quarter points came on an Angelo Balino 29 yard field goal. The Mustangs hold and Plum pulls it off at home 30 to 27. So, based on everything else that happened in the conference, Plum with the win, clinches the final play over at the Greensburg Salem, who started out so hot, didn't get the job. They're eliminated in heartbreak fashion on the road. So, the Greater Allegheny finishes like this. Hampton, you're undefeated conference champs, and they go and they're 10-0. Armstrong takes second with the win, 5-2 in the conference, 7-3 overall. Highlands also 7-3 overall, four conference wins, gets third place. And then Indiana, Plum, Greensburg, so all three and four conference records. As GS Indiana both had five wins, Plum is three and seven. But based on head, high, um, sorry, I'm sorry, based on head-to-heads, tiebreakers, all that jazz, Plum gets into the playoffs as does Indiana, who already secured their spot. GS is eliminated. Mars and Knock both eliminated, going 2-8 on the years, combining as Knock had one conference win, Mars had two. So, and then touch on the Big 8 to wrap it up. Belvern undefeated conference champ, 6-0, Ian overall. McKees Pearl, so 8 wins on the years, 5-1 in the conference. TJ, 4-2 in the conference, 6 wins overall. And the Lower Highlands, 3-3 in the conference, 7-3 overall. And then Trinity... They took care of the bomb. The conference West Mifflin beat Ringgold as their only conference win. But overalls, Hillers, Rams, both three wins. West Mifflin, two and eight. And then last but not least, in the Parkway Conference, as looking at this, as entering week nine, Aliquippa, Beaver, Newcastle will clinch playoff spots. As for the conference title, Aliquippa just needed to win. Or in the event that Newcastle beat Aliquippa, the Newcastle needed Beaver to lose to get the conference title. Aliquippa could have still got it if they lost, and Beaver won based on prior head-to-heads. Well, no worries, as Quips took care of business, and um, they made a statement as Aliquippa rolls Newcastle 63-6. to It was 49-6 at the break as Tequi Hayes ran for touchdowns of 16 and 17 yards. Quitting good through a pair of touchdowns of Sire Clark, Brandon Banks, I'm sorry, Brandon Banks, had a power turn and a pick six, both over 50 yards. Pretty much that's all she wrote. Beaver finishes strong, ending Blackhawks year 23-21. As Beaver scored 11 fourth quarter points to get this one, as Evan Baker's 25 field goal ended up being the game winner. As Lorenzo Jenkins had two touchdown catches and defeat for Blackhawk, Jacob Hilton ran for two scores for Beaver. Well then, and then the knockout game, Montour Shar Valley. Win and you're in. The winner got the last spot out of the park where the loser season came to an end. As this one was a crazy back and forth game, as, it, as the second quarter saw 40 points, 20 aside, as Shar Valley would score, Montour and answer with a big play. 
as nobody scored in the third quarter, fourth quarter action though. Brock Janeda, it was all about him. He took it over as it was a team effort as the blocking was great, the defense stepped up, but Janeda made the plays, having big run after big run after big run as he scored on TD runs of fifty eight and ten yards. And then when and then late game he came with the ceiling interception. Montour wins on their own thirty four twenty seven to get in. So it was really simple as that. So the Parkway finishes like this. Aliquippa, Conference Champs going 5-0, 8-1 overall. Beaver wins four Conference games at 7 and wins on the year to get second. Newcastle 3-2, the Conference 6-4 overall gets third. And then Montour wins their in at 2-3. Shore Valley only won one Conference game. They're out. Both teams went 4-6 of the year. And then Blackhawk 2-8 on the year, disappointing 0-5 Conference. Their season's ended as well. So then looking at how the bracket um, was put together in Class 4A. Just give me a second to bring it up. As the top three seeds get a buy in order are Bell, Vernon, Aliquippa, and McKeesport. On the left side of the bracket, the A9 matchup Highlands takes on Newcastle this week. And then bottom portion of the bracket, Hampton gets the four seed. They'll host number 13, Plum. The 5 to matchup is TJ in Indiana. Right side of the bracket, Aliquippa waits the winner of the Beaver Lower Highlands game. And then McKeesport waits the winner of the 6 on match between Armstrong and Montour. We shift to Class 3A, where 3A, the scenarios are as follow. The top four teams from each cards make the playoffs. Top four seeds get a buy into the quarterfinals. So the Allegheny 7, North Calix secured the conference title. Freeport East, they were already in the playoffs. And then for the final spot, um, Deer Lakes, Burrell battling it out. As Deer Lakes, with a win, was in, or if Burrell lost. Burl had to win and have Deer Lakes lose as Burl had the head-to-head over the Lancers, so that's what gave him a chance. As North Calix steamrolled Derry 67-13 as it was as it was fit as it was 33-0 after 154-0 at the half. Freeport shuts out Deer Lakes 35-0 as the as the Yellow Jackets had 14 answered in the fourth quarter put the game away. As they had a pair of pick sixes, Ben Lane ran for a pair of touchdowns, he also threw for one. And then Burl and Valley, the rivalry there. The Bucks come back to get the win, 19-14, as they fell behind, 8-3. But then Tennant answered in the second quarter, gained them a lead at the half. But then Xavier Wilson touched on in the second of the night, made a 14-13 valley going into the fourth. But then in the final quarter, Kane DiCaprio scores his second touchdown on a 20-yard run. Burrow's defense holds on the Bucks win, 19-14. So the Bucks win, Dulex loses, the Bucks are in. As the Allegheny 7 ends like this, North Calic already cards champs, 10-0, 6-0. Freeport, four and one in Conference League. It's some second East Day. Deerlakes Burrell finished three and three, and all were sub 500 teams. But East Day had the right head to heads. They already secured. They got third, and then Burrell with the win, despite being three and seven, makes the playoffs. Deerlakes is eliminated because they lost the wrong games, finishing four and six, and then Valley and Dairy, one Conference one between them, two and seventeen combined, both eliminated as well. To the interstate conference we go as as Elizabeth Ford, already conference champs, as they took care of their business, beating Southmore on Mount Pleasant in, pre- in previous weeks to do so. Mount Pleasant has was the, was, the, was the only team to secure a playoff spot out of the interstate. So two spots up for grabs. The scenarios were as this: the Scotties in with a win, South A was in with a win, or if South Park lost. 
And South Park, the only team that can mess it up, if they won and South A won, they would have snuck in. Well, then in the case where South Park won and South A lost, you would have had a tiebreaker, a three-way tie to determine third, and then the head-end would have determined fourth. And there's a bunch of other, like, Gardner Point things that could have happened, but to get to it, Elizabeth Ford routed Yawk 49-8, as was pointed out that the half is Zion White, as he threw for three touchdowns, two of them to Zach Boyd. Devontae Bradfield scored on a 13 run. Boyd also ran a punt back, so the Warriors looking good for just on top of the playoffs. South Bay beat Mount Pleasant 21-7, as Kevin Mark went right for two touchdowns. It was, it was actually 21-0 early in the fourth. So South Bay, they win there in the playoffs. And then South Moreland, South Park, a knockout game. Scotty's 21 in the fourth quarter to come back win this one, 28-14 on the road. As Anthony Govern threw for a 31 touchdown, and Josh Bass scored on two short runs. The Scotty defense locks down. South Moreland in the playoffs, second time in three years after having a 41-year drought. So congrats to them. South Park eliminated with the loss. So the interstate wraps up like this. EF already in the conference title going 6-0, 8-2 on the year. South Moreland, South A, both 4-2 in the conference. Scotty's 7-3. The Gliders just 4-6, but they turn it on at the right time. Mount Pleasant, 3-2 in the conference, 5-4 in the year. And the bottom three eliminated. South Park, York, Brownsville combined on the year to go 3-23. and 23. Of course, the Eagles beating the, the latter for what it was worth. And the Northwest 6... There was no scenarios going into the week as Central Valley beat Avaworth the week eight, so that gave the Warriors the conference title. Avaworth had already secured second, and then Keystone Oaks, Amherst have already clinched playoff berth based on their week eight victories. So it's just a matter of seeing as KO and Amherst played for third place in the conference. Eagles had no trouble winning 27 to seven, as it was 27 nothing before late Bridger touchdown. As a pair of Greg Wagner field goals. As three, as three different players scored for the Eagles. Is, but how, so KO gets in. But you feel good for the Amherst Bridgers, a program that's been down for so long. Playoff bound, good for them. Shout out to McBride of that staff turning it around. Averworth routed Quaker Valley. He's expected 40-0. to zero. And then Central Valley did the same to Hopewell, 47-6. to six. Leighton Alexander ran for two touchdowns. Matt Marin ran for one himself. Ryland Jeter had a pick six. Anton Johnson threw a touchdown. Warriors rolling style, so... How wrapped up in the Northwestern six. Central Valley are undefeated conference champs in ten and zero. Averworth four and one eight two overall. KO five five of the year three conference wins. Amherst two and eight in the year but they get in because they won two conference games. Quaker Valley beat Hopewell. The two of them eliminated combined to go two and seventeen on the season. So how did the three A bracket turn out? Well, let's take a look here in a matter of a couple seconds. As the top four seeds all get a bye into the quarterfinals, and in order they are Central Valley, North Catholic, Aberworth, and Elizabeth Forward. And the quarter, I'm oh, sorry, the first round games this week: the 8-9 match of South Moreland versus East Day, the 5-12 games Freeport and Ambridge, 7 seed Keystone Oaks host 10 seed South A, and then the 16 Mount Pleasant will host 11 seed Burrell. Let's shift down to Class 2A, and this bracket's a little more complicated. It's the only 16-team bracket, but this is how it goes. The Midwestern sends five teams, the Century sends four, then the Allegheny and Three Rivers both send three teams, and then between those two conferences, the better fourth place team gets the wild card berth to fill out the field. So the Allegheny, the scenarios were as this Sarah and Steel Valley had clinched their spots, 
The winner of that game was conference champion. The loser got second. And if that third place, Lincoln Valley with a win would secure it. Apollo Ridge with a win and a shady side loss would get it. Well then, if Apollo Ridge won and Shady Side won, Shady Side would get third. Well then, in the event where, in, in the bizarre event where Apollo Ridge had a one point win, Shady Side had a one point win, there'd be a three way tie and Lincoln New Valley would win the tiebreaker. So, just those are the scenarios. But they wouldn't be needed as Lincoln New Valley destroys Apollo Ridge 40 to 22 as the Rams drive down to a 21 nothing lead. Actually, 28 nothing. Never looked back. As Matt Moranchuk, as he threw a 65-yard touchdown to Grant Down and started, Down had a 75-yard catch run from Broderick Schreider, who then found Nick Patel for a 35-yard touchdown, and then Schreider to Moranchuk 35 yards. Down scored on a 5-yard run. Schreider hit Hayden Soraki for a 42-yard touchdown, and so that would basically be it. So Lincoln Valley, they win, get third, and clinch a playoff spot. Um, and then Steel Valley took care of Sarah Catholic. 28 to 7 is the Ironman. Absolutely dominant. They were just more physical. As Najee Burt had a 73 yard touchdown in the second quarter to break to get them on the board. Third quarter, Nazir Burt had a 45 yard touchdown catch to make a 14 zip. And then fourth quarter, Najee Burt had a 5 yard run to put the game out of reach. And then Cruz Perkins had another 50 yard keeper late dice at 28 7 the Ironman. Undefeated Conrad Sam Shout to them. And then, and then one, of the, and one of the few Saturday games. Shady side one at Sun Academy forty to zero. So that's how that wrapped is with how played out of the Allegheny, Steel Valley Conference Champs, nine and oh, five and oh, Sierra Catholic ten and one of the year, Lincoln Valley eight and two, three and two the conference secured. Shady side two and three in the conference to five and five. And just to give you guys a spoiler alert, Shady Side was awarded the wild card, so they're in. And then Paul Ridge Sun Academy, both eliminated, combined to go two and seventeen on the year. In the Century Conference, how to play out. Wash High, Wash High, Houston, and McGuffey all clinched their spots. As Wash High just needed a win to get the conference title, McGuffey had to win by at least eight points to win the to win a tiebreaker over Wash High. Shar Houston could not get the conference title, and the race fought for the final spot. Best center with the win over Waynesburg was in. Waynesburg had to win and have Charleroi lose to get in. Where Waynesburg and Charleroi both both won, there would have been a three-way tie to determine who would have got in. But at the end of the day, Charleroi still couldn't get in apparently. So basically, I saw that for nothing. His bet center Waynesburg was a winner gets gets in type of deal. And well, bet center they get in, winning 32-22 over Waynesburg, as the Bulldogs as they as they jump out 14-0. Only for the Waynesburg to come back and tie it at the half. As, as um, Ethan Verasco had a 20-yard touchdown catch as the only third-quarter points to give his Bulldogs a lead. And then in the fourth quarter, Verasco scored on a three-yard run. And then Dom Revy, who scored on a run earlier, threw his second touchdown tonight. This one on a 24-yard to Tyler Brerich, put the game away. Best center wins by 10. Baron Waynesburg's out. Charleroi routed Frazier 33-6. And, the big, and then the rivalry renewed. Wash High takes it to McGuffey, 41-34. It was back and forth as they ripped their hearts out more so. As it was back and forth game all the way through. But in the fourth quarter, just when you think you would have pulled off as McGuffey, down by six, Kyle Brooklyn scores on a tiered run. They go for two and fail. The game was tied. It's actually, I apologize. It's actually, they are up by one. 
So Brooklyn's touchdown gave McGuffey a 34-33 lead. But then in the final minutes, Devon Fuse jump ball hits his man. Um, gotta find his name here. Well, all we have is Willis. So in the final moments, Fuse the jump ball up to Willis, 29 yards for a touchdown to go for two and get it for what it was worth. And then McGuffey couldn't do anything desperation mode. So Wash High pulls it out late, ripping out McGuffey's hearts. Prexies win 41-34. And with that, Prexies are your conference champions. In the century, they finished 9-0, winning all six conference games. Short Houston, 5-1 in the conference, 7-1 overall. And they get second. McGuffey, 4-2, 5-5 gets third. And the best center wins the clinch, 2-3, 2-6. And the Charleroi, 2-4 in the conference. Waynesburg is 1-5, Frazier is 0-5. As the Cougars and Raiders each won two and seven, Frazier 0-9. Those three eliminated. Is by the way, as Shark Houston did not play a game this week. If, just to clarify that. And then the mighty Midwestern Conference, one of the deeper conferences in the entire Whippy alone state. As Laurel had already clinched the conference title, Beer Falls and Shack America secured their spots. And for the final spot, Freedom New Brighton, the winner was in. So. Laurel ruled in the Shannon 35-6. It was 35-0 at the half. As Kobe DeRosa ran for two touchdowns through for another one. Luke McCoy ran for two. Mohawk took a Delwood City 33-7 as expected. It was 33-0 through three. As Mark Connie scored, ran for two touchdowns, scored on a 73-yard pass as well. Beer Falls shot at Riverside 58-0 as the Tigers. Six straight wins now as it was 42-0 at the half. As Jaron Brickner, as he threw four touchdowns in this game, 72-yarder to Tyler Kane, 67-yarder to Trey Singleton, 37-yarder to Makai Clark, and then 84-yarder to Clark um, in the third quarter. And then So they roll. And in the big game, Freeham and New Brighton. The Golden Lions with the upset as they went at home 20-8. to As it was 6-6 at the half. As then, as Gary Pugh threw two touchdowns, the second of which an eight yard to Blake McKay gave them a 13 6 lead. Freeman got a safety. That'd be then fourth quarter. Deshaun Harmon with a three yard plunge iced it. A defensive game. New Bryant wins 20 to 8. Darren Freedom eliminated. So the most finish like this. Laurel, your undefeated conference champs, 10 0, winning all seven conference games. Beer Falls, 6 1 in the conference, 6 3 in the year to get second. Nishanik, Mohawk both won 4 3 in conference play. Mohawk beat them, so they technically get third. Finishing fire fire, but not the finish they wanted the season. As as Nishanik, seven wins for them, and then New Bryant Freedom both three and four, four and six overall. But New Bryant with the head to head, winning on the final night to get in. Freedom eliminated, and the Riverside Old City both seasons are over with. Combined to go one and sixteen. Of course, the Riverside won the meeting between the two to, to have that win. And then the Three Rivers Conference, Star Rocks already secured the conference title. Southside Western Beaver and secured their spots as they played on Saturday. The winner got second, the loser got third. And then, and then spoiler alert, the wild card went to Shady Side. So the fourth place team in this conference, irrelevant as they were eliminated anyways. It was kind of not hard to figure that one out. And this conference is just kind of, just kind of, just kind of a chill ending to the season. As not much was there. The Starks took it to Carlton 41-0 on Fridays. Jamar Peterson scored on runs of 70, 52 yards. Amir Hibbler scored on runs of 72, 32 yards. Zay Davis had a three-yard run. Javon Greenmiller had a 50-yard pick six for the Vikings to finish unbeaten. And then on Saturday, 
Single Cell be Bremen 34-20. And Southside be Western Beaver 27-7. So the three years corn, Selrocks undefeated champs 10-0. Southside, Western Beaver both 7-3. The Southside with the win on Saturday finished 4-1. The Corns get second. Western Beaver 3-2 to get third. Single Cell 2-3 got fourth, but they were eliminated anyways as they just in three and seven not good enough for playoffs. Carlyton beat Brolin, but that was it as those two combined to go three and seventeen. Both of them were eliminated as well. So how does the playoff bracket look like in two A? Well, but there are no buys as there are sixteen teams being you every playing this week, so first round actions like this. As the left side of the bracket. As the top seed Steel Valley, they take on 16 seed Beth Center. The A9 matchup is Southside and Lingonier Valley. Washington gets a four seed, they'll host New Brighton. And then five top matchups Beaver Falls and Western Beaver. The two seed with the Storrocks, who will host Shadyside. Seven top matchup is Shar Houston and Mohawk. And then the three seed went to Laurel, who hosts McGuffey. 67 County, they will host 11 seed in Neshanuk. And then last but not least, Class 1A. This top five for each car to make the playoffs for a 15-team field. The top seed gets a bye to the quarterfinals. Everybody else has to play this week. As looking at the East, Clariton secured the Cardinals title, having already beat Canavan. As Canavan, GCC, and Leechburg secured their spots. As Leechburg entered Week 9, knowing that they'll be making the playoffs for the first time since 1988, snapping the longest drought in the Whippy Well, then the race for fifth. Came down to Saturday as Springdale with a win over review would get in, and that's what happened, so we're not going to waste any time. It wasn't a surprise. That is how these play out as the rivalry renewed one last time. Roy Hall would lead an end to this game, and Clariton with a 43 0 shutout victory as they had a very classy moment for Roy Hall. So the Bears, though, they close it out in style. Leechburg wins a shootout over GCC 31 27. As it was back and forth all the way through, as in the fourth quarter, each team only scored once. As Nate DeLugas had a 70-yard catcher off of the touchdown, Jaden Kennedy ran the two-way conversion that made it um, 27-24. But Leach ran for late as Braylon Lovelace, a little trickery, finds Logan Klein for a two-yard touchdown. Extra point man forward became Blue Devils hold. Leachford goes on the road and wins 31-27 as in the game. Candy has scored on a run and a kick return for GCC. Well, for Leechburg, Tommy Burke ran and threw for a touchdown. Logan Klein actually caught a 29-yarder early. Lovelace ran for a 21-yarder as well. Leechburg with the big win there. Kevin over Amani, 43-0. As, let's see, as Basalax caught two touchdowns. As Cole Alzuski threw for three of them. So the Crusaders finish in style. And then on Saturday, the win in your end game. Springdale beats Riverview on the road 35-0 to get in. To really nobody's surprise. So the East finishes like this. Clariton, 7-2, 7-0 of the Cards are your champs. Caden, 9-1 of the year, 6-1. Leechburg, 5-2, 8 wins overall, gets third. GCC, 4-3, gets fourth. Springdale, 3-4, wins to get fifth. Both them, 6 wins on the year. And, and then the bottom trio eliminated. Amani, Riverview, Jen, all go 1-6 in the conference. For the year combined to go though, four and twenty-four. We go to the Tri-County South as West Green entering Week Nine secured the conference title. Carl Michaels, Cal Mabelton secured playoff spots. The race for fifth as Manessa and Avella 
was kind of a win. You're in game as Nesson with a win was in. Avella with a win and, J and then JM lost would have secured another playoff berth. Where JM could have gone in if they won and had both Manessa and Benworth lose. And the event where Avella, JM, and Benworth all won, Avella would have won the tiebreak to get in. So the craziness is, it, I mean, it's fun when you talk about this stuff. Well, the TCS have played out. West Green beat Maple Town 31 12. It's 13 answer in the fourth quarter, put the game away for the Pioneers. Is Colin Brady ran, scored on 62 run early. Hunter Hamilton had a 5 yard run. And then West Wilkie to Dolan Lucy connect for not one, not two, but three touchdowns all in the second half to ice it as Lance Stevens scored twice for the Maples. Carmichael's beat JM 40-6 to as it was 40 nothing through three as Michael Stewart ran for two touchdowns. Trenton Carter ran for three scores through for another one. So Mike's gets second. JM eliminated with the loss. Benworth already eliminated. Cal takes third with authority. Cal beats them 65 to six. It was 45 nothing after 150 nothing at the half. As Hunter Assad, he threw for four touchdowns. All three of them over. I'm sorry, he threw for four touchdowns in 84 yard to Kane and Powell, 30 yards Ethan Fike, and then he threw one to Vig, another one to Frick. Then Demonte Stafford ran for, ran for touchdown and a pick six. They also had a scoop and score, so the Trojans roll. And then the big game, Manesson and Avella. Defensive battle it was. Teams traded second quarter touchdowns. The difference was a successful two-point run by the Greyhounds. And then the only points in the second half came on an 11-yard TD run by Devon Burke in the fourth quarter. And Manesson goes on the road to win 14-6 to the final. So Manesson clutches. Avella eliminated. So the TCS, West Green, after a slow start, goes 7-0 in the conference. Carmichael's 6-1. and California 5-2. and They're your top three teams as overall. West Green Cardinals both 8 and 2, Cal 7 and 2, Maple Town 4 and 3 in the conference, 6 wins in the year to get 4th, Manesson wins to get in, 3 and 4 in the TCS, 4 wins in the year, so good for that program then, the bomb through all eliminated, Benworth, Avella, JM all 1 and 6 in the conference, overall they combined to go 4 and 25. And then last but not least, the Big 7, this was the craziest conference, Wire Santa for last. As Cornell already secured the conference title, Rochester Shenango had already clinched spots. As Rochester had secured second place via the head-to-head -head over the Wildcats. Within the last two playoffs, I was up for grabs as Olsh with a win and Northgate. I'm sorry, as Olsh had the easiest scenario to clinch with a win or Northgate loss would have did it so. Olsh also could have got in with a loss and Northgate win if Burgettstown beat Fort Cherry. Northgate would have clinched. With a win and losses by both Olsh and Burgettstown. Well, then Fort Cherry Burgettstown was actually a winner get in. As the winner was in, loser was out. So talk about some excitement in this crazy coin. So the Big 7 was was probably the most confusing one of the year, to be honest, in the Whippy and, and And started off, Shenango, who played really good football the last couple weeks after an ugly start of the season. Union had a start of play with a bang over Rochester. Had a one since. So what happens... Union wins 16-6 over Shenango. As as a fourth quarter, as they scored a touchdown in the first and fourth quarters to do so, so Union wins 16-6. But they're already out. Shenango's already in. So whoop dee dee. Well, then North, as Rochester routes Northgate 48-6, no info was reported. But the Rams they enter the playoffs in style, ending Northgate's playoff hopes at the same time. So Shenango's already in. Union is already out. Northgate the loss gets eliminated. Rochester already in second place. Then Cornell already had the conference title wrapped up, but Our Lady of the Sacred Heart, they win to get in. 
as Naheem Azim had a one-year plunge of the only first half points. Then the third quarter, Timmy Anderson's had a 34-yard catcher run. C.J. Dawson had a five-yard plunge. Both conversions failed to make a 12-7. And then in the fourth quarter, Azim, another one-yard keeper, was the only points in the fourth. A failed conversion made 13-12, but the Charger defense holds. And Our Lady of the Sacred Heart wins 13-12. They clinch a playoff spot like that. Cornell the Cards title. And Burgettstown for Cherry winning your end. Blue Devils, they dominate on defense. Burgettstown wins 23-0 the final. So Burgettstown wins. And after a rough patch, they make the playoffs, knocking out Fort Cherry. So then the Big 7 standings finish like this. Cornell, 6-1, already conference champs. Rochester, 5-2, already second place was theirs. Both 7-2 on the year. With an early the Sacred Heart, otherwise known as Olsh, to clarify, they win to get in, finishing 4-3, 6-3 on the year. They take third place. Shenango already clinched with a 3-4 record. As they as they um, three three and six overall, and and because they already beat Burgettown, they secured fourth. Well, then Burgettown wins to clinch the final spot, going three and four, five and four in the year. And the Fort Chariot with the losses eliminated, finishing five five overall, three and four in the conference. And then Union Northgate both two and five in conference play, both eliminated. As the Scotties had four wins, Northgate went three and seven. But again. I mean, look how tough this conference was. Very impressive there. Woo. That was a lot. So I hope you guys have enjoyed this. As craziness. As talking about the 1A bracket. As the top seed, Clarington gets a bye to the quarterfinals. They'll wait the winner of the A9 game between GCC and Olsh. The bomb left side. West Green's a 4 seed. They'll get Springdale. The 5-12 matchup is Rochester and Mapletown. The right side of the bracket. As... First round games. Two seeds Cornell, they'll play Manesson. Seven ten matchups Leeper and Cal. And then the three seeds Canavan, they'll play Burgettstown. Well then six seed Carmichael's will host Shenango, the eleven seed this week. So that was all the wackiness. So we'll talk about the stat leaders from this week. As here we go. Is the top rushers. Ian Seamus, Avorth, 215 yards. Chandler Thimmons, 196 for Highlands. Quentin Martin, 195 for Belverden. Najee Bird, 192 for Steel Valley. Luke Bombowski, 188 for Highlands. Jake Kilda, 177 for Beaver. Jeremiah D, 173 for Moon. Caleb Williams, 157 for Montour. Brayden Woods, 154 for Waynesburg. Colin Brady, 153 for West Green. DeRosa, 150 for Laurel. Tayshawn Levy, 148 for Wash High. Eric Moore, 147 for Plum. Ian Foster, 144 for Moon. Dorwick, and 142 for Seneca Valley. Troy Volpatti, 134 for Bethel Park. Kevin Drew and Ethan Heaster, both 133 respectively for KO and USC. Janata, 126 for Montour. Tracy, 124 for North Hills. Pearson, 122 for Starox. Sean Rick, had 117 for KO. Olsen, 108 for Armstrong. Hibbler and 104 for Starox, and then Bobby Boyd, 101 for McKeesport. The top passers, Jaron Brickner and Beaver Falls throws for, throws for 382 yards. Sam Miller threw for 284 for Pierce Township. Brad Birch, 283 for Gateway. Fuse, 263 for Wash High. Duggar, 260 for Penhills. Wayner, 214 for Central Catholic. Gavin Owens, 211 for Shar Valley. Braylon Thomas, 210 for Union. Landon Lutz, 209 for Safayette. Olsen, 208 for Armstrong. Mike Evans, 201 for Kane Mack. 
Broderick Shire, 200 for Ligonier Valley. Gary Pugh, 200 for New Brighton. John Voss, 191 for Mohawk. Assad, 190 for Cal. Max Venata, 189 for Mapletown. Joey Press, 185 for North Catholic. Luke Lewandowski and Tommy Burke, 184 for respectively Norn and Leechburg. Keegan Smithank, 182 for Shaler. Carter Schrock, 178 for Apollo Ridge. Tyree Turner, 159 for GCC. John Reeds, 148 for North Hills. Max Rocco, 147 for Sarah. Zion, 138 for EF. Anthony Govern, 136 for Southmoreland. West Wimpke, 134 for West Green. Sean O'Shea, 170 for Seneca Valley. Sam Patton, 110 for Shenango. And then Nate Harper, 104 for Amorth. And then our receiving leaders, Lorenzo Jenkins for Blackhawk, 14 grabs, 88 yards. Longa Brooks, 11 for 82 for Plum. Angelo Cecil, 10 catches, 152 yards for Apollo Ridge. Terrell Booth, 9 grabs, 146 yards for Sarah Catholic. A.B. Ibrahim, Dom Rossi, Cody Rubrick, all 8 catches. Ibrahim, 164 yards for Shar Valley. Rossi, 683 yards for Shaler. Rubrick, 67 yards for GS. And then Eli Richt, Tyler Foley, each for Leechburg, each had 6 catches for 52, 65 yards respectfully. Nate DeLugos, 6 grabs, 153 yards for GCC. Bryce Thompson, 6 grabs, 147 yards for Pierce Township. Brett Birch, 5 catches, 115 yards for Gateway. Lance Stevenson, 5 for 104 for Mapletown. Jackson Pons, 5 catches for 100 yards for Norwin. Blake McKay, 5 for 171 for New Brighton. Grayson Blakely, 557 for Union. Rayon Schrader, 4 grabs, 200 yards in the dark for Penn Hills. Donald Lucy, 4 for 109 for West Green. Mike Gunn, 4 for 103 for Union. Dallas Harper, 4 for 101 for Gateway. Austin Winkleblack, 4 for 80 for Kano Mack. Isaiah Brown, 4 for 75 for Armstrong. Shuttleworth, 4 for 74 for the Riverhawks. Um, Chase Foskey, 4 for 67 for North Hills. Brian Jackson, 4 for 67 for Central Catholic. South Moreland, 2 guys caught 4, four passes. Josh Bass, 49 yards. Isaac Trout, 33 yards. And then Makai Clark, four catches, 189 yards for Beaver Falls. Woo! That was a boatload, guys. So week nine in the books, the 2021 regular season in the books. And that's how Whoopio football has wrapped. And then um, really quickly, st- um, stat leaders from Saturday's action, Logan Dexter, 108 rushing yards for Springdale. Who got 135 passing yards for Legend Usk. And then in a losing effort for Brewood. Jace Keefe threw for 168 yards. Mitchell Fox had 10 graphs for 136 yards for them as well. As Dexter for Springdale ran and, and ran and caught a touchdown pass. Usk threw for two, ran for one. And then for Brenwood to talk about that one really quickly. Keefe and Fox hooked up for one touchdown. Then for St. LaSalle, Luke Costco threw for 141 yards. Todd Bazooka ran for 104 yards in that win as Bazooka. As he had two touchdowns, Costco threw for two. And Southside's win, um, Andrew Boots had two touchdowns to lead them. So I just wanted to clarify that. But before we're done, we had the 2021 City League Football Championship game that took place on Saturday. At Couple Stadium, Alderdice Westinghouse. And in the regular season meeting, the Dragons, they had a 12th and halftime lead, only for the second half to have the table flipped on them, and then some as Westinghouse cruised to the win. So the Bulldogs entered heavy favorites, entered undefeated, and vying for a three peat 
Alder Dice, though, nah. -uh. As the Dragon defense absolutely dominated this game, holding West Texas to under 130 yards of offense, under 70 on the ground. They had three sacks, two interceptions, a fumble recovery for a touchdown, and a safety. So the Dragon defense dominates when John Parker in this game. If I remember right, threw for 91 yards, ran for 70, and had a t and had a passing touchdown. As the Dragons went up in the first quarter on DeAndre Wells' fumble recovery in the end zone. And then they added a safety later in the period to make it 8-0. And then before the half, Parker to Noah Johnson, 25 to the score. Another failed kick made it kept it 14-0. Nobody scored the final 24 minutes. As in the fourth quarter, Johnson had two interceptions to ice it. Alderdice wins 14-0 the final. So Alderdice, your champions with the ups of victories. Both teams will qualify for their respective state playoffs. But that's that. So Alderdice, 14-0 City League champs. There you go. And so the Dragons, as they deny a three-peat bid as well as the perfect season, and they even got a shutout to do so, as of course they even supposed to shut out. As for as Alderdice, I mean, this was the fourth time in five years that they've been to the city final. This is the third crown they've got. So Alderdice wins it. So your 2021 City League football champions, the Alderdice Dragons. So Dice brings it home. So Dice, your city champions. Congrats to them. And that's that. So I hope you guys enjoyed it. So with that being said, that's a wrap. So now it's playoff time as we turn the calendar to November. It's playoff football. Win or go or, or go home. Or more so the phrase that Whippy Insider started many years ago. Win or it's basketball season. So that's that. We'll be back either Monday or Tuesday for a special live podcast for... We talk about each of the six Whippeal brackets, break it down, and just give our thoughts of the whole entire picture. And then I'll be back later in the week to go matchup by matchup before the action this Friday night. So I hope you guys enjoyed. We're all on the same page. That Whoop DD is check us out on the web, cover3athletics.wixsite.com slash westpa. And that's cover the number three athletics in the address bar. There you can find weekly scores, schedules, live standings, our final edition of the power rankings as well as articles and featurettes on our brother blog, Brentero's World of Sports, as well as our anchor link for the for every podcast we do. So click on that. Follow us, follow Code 3 Athletics on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, and TikTok for more day-by-day -day stuff as we're here, guys. So if you guys enjoyed, we'll talk. And, we, and I promise we will talk not once but twice this week as we're rolling, as we're hyped for the playoffs. Thank you, guys. We'll talk in the soon.